so excited to get into our topic today, but we have a little housekeeping to get out of the way first. Our show is made possible in part by our patrons on Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get episode shoutouts, access to topic polls, and be able to listen to hilarious outtakes. We'd also love to connect with you online. You can chat with us in real time on our Discord server, What the Finance, send a tweet to finance underscore what, or email us at what underscore the underscore finance at protonmail.com. I feel like Gilmore Girls is one of those unintentionally like controversial divisive topics though because people either really love it or really hate it. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've never met anybody in my whole life that's just like Middle of the road, so so about Gilmore Girls. I don't know that I really have talked about Gilmore Girls that much. Oh, like oh. just like in my personal life, but like thinking about what I see, like on social media and all of that. Like, yeah, you're totally right. Like, people are not lukewarm about that show. <laughs> Luke. Luke oh my gosh. <laughs> that was incredibly well done. Oh man. See, why can't I do stuff like that on purpose? <laughs> I, I really do feel like people either really love Gilmore Girls and they're like, the series is an amazing example of a strong female lead cast and teaches young girls to be awesome and strong and stuff like that. Or there's like the opposite side where they're like pick at parts of it that I don't know where I'm, I'm not going to get into that, but it's definitely neither or that's for sure. Like, right. I mean, and I guess really the reason that I like it and I'm now going to have to do a rewatch after having maybe not watched it for about a decade. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> it's been a while. Is because of how complicated it is. Yeah. Right? Like, you can't... Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. I like TV. I like TV a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the stuff that is, right, like, cut and dry, right? Like, either... I mean, I almost always watch stuff that has women in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but either the women are... Right? They're really strong and they don't need help from anybody... Or they're totally helpless. And, like, sometimes that can be really comforting. Mm-hmm. I think where Gilmore Girls really shines is that it's not one or the other of those things, right? Like, sometimes 
you really know what's up and you're doing awesome. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're not. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I appreciate that about the show. Same. I do think it is funny, though, that when we first talk about these lighter episodes, as we call them, where we talk about, you know, the finances and, and shows, it is funny to me that Gilmore Girls was never at the forefront of either of our minds, considering it is female focused and very finance focused, really. Like that, that's right. kind of the whole premise I think that's the whole of the point show. of the whole story. Yeah. yeah. Um, at least, I mean, I guess at the, at the very beginning, and that continues to be a main theme throughout, but it's very interesting to me that that, that this one just never came up for us. So I guess so. Yeah. I was just going to quickly recap for anybody who is not familiar with the Gilmore Girls. The the too long didn't read version of it is that, well, yes, it is about a single mother. One could argue that she is a young mother <laughs> raising her daughter financially independent from her wealthy parents. And it kind of one of one of the, the key pieces of the show is that so the main character, Lorelai, her daughter, Rory, is incredibly intelligent, very hardworking, and has the opportunity to go to a private school. But Lorelai cannot afford to send Rory to the school. And so Lorelai goes to her parents for money, something that she hasn't done in the like 15 years that she's had Rory. One of the stipulations from the grandparents of giving this money is that they have to have Friday night family dinners. And so it becomes a recurring theme throughout pretty much the entire series as it goes on because Rory then gets into an Ivy League school and again her parents help or her grandparents help pay for it. Um, Throughout the series and especially in those first couple seasons I feel like the the contrast to Lorelai's upbringing and her her choices in raising Rory when it comes to not just like financial decisions but also I lost my train of thought on that one. It just Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to agree with you, right? Like, I think, I mean, and again, I appreciate this about Lorelai, right? Because she she wants to raise her daughter in a way that is completely different from the way that she has been raised. Mm-hmm. But I think that sometimes her good intentions swing a little bit too hard in mm-hmm. the other direction. Um. And uh, now that I have made that statement, I'm trying to think of an example to patch it on. <laughs> um, I mean, in some ways, I would even say that, like, Rory's dependence on Lorelai, right? Like, she doesn't exactly have a... She has her one friend, Suki, who's awesome. Uh, but she doesn't, like, have a ton of friends or anything like that. Wait, like her mom I'm is sorry. her friend. That's okay. Oh. Um, so Suki That's is Suki Lorelai's is friend. Yeah, that's right. Who is her? Oh my gosh. Super cool Asian girl. Why can't I not think of her name? She's not Korean. Is she Korean? Her mom has the antique. Yeah. Stop. I'm usually much better with the characters of the show and I'm blanking on her name as well. I gotta mm. look it up. Lane. Yep, that's it. Like, there's nothing wrong with having very few friends. And maybe mm-hmm. I'm just saying that as a person who 
has very few friends. <laughs> <laughs> but right, like I think in the way that Lorelai tries to parent Rory to be like a cool mom and to be really open, she also then in a way makes Rory almost completely dependent on her. Just have like a large peer group or anything like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And so then when you get these weird like romance triangles a little later in the series, like she's not super well equipped to handle it. True. I mean, I don't know that any teenager is really. Well, right. <laughs> I guess I never thought of it from that perspective. I always just assumed that Rory was very, I, I thought that was more of like a personality trait of Rory's and mm. a choice rather than something that she was kind of raised to be. Although it does make sense because I mean, it, it is a stark cold. contrast. Yeah. A little bit, right? Like, yeah. Her personality, but also, right? Like, if the narrative that you're being raised with is, well, it's always just been the two of us, mm-hmm. like, that's going to have an impact on you. That you might, right, like, you couldn't even fully articulate, really. Right. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Hmm. I think, like, I think Rory's, like, naiveness. Naivety. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I was like, that's not the word that I'm looking for. That's not the right word. (laughs) I know. This is so stupid. It feels like such a pretentious word to me. Like, I really, like, I almost don't like saying it. Right? It just feels so bougie. (laughs) It does. It really does. I think that Rory's uh, down-to-earthness and and that kind of sense, though, where she doesn't have a lot of, like, those experiences. And so she's always just a little bit quiet and and observant when she's in larger social gatherings plays really well to her advantage later in the series when she's like doing things with these incredibly wealthy people who <laughs> are right portrayed portrayed often in the show as just being a little bit more than a little bit extra <laughs> like they're always like really <laughs> loud boisterous out there confident people and Rory's a little bit laid back and just kind of watches how things play out Mm -hmm. and those all of those really wealthy like (laughs) grown-ups in the show get the impression that Rory is so much more mature than everybody else because she's not out there partaking in the drama she's not well I mean to their knowledge at least because she is but they don't, right. they don't it's really not know. super obvious right the adults and so because of that she makes really good connections that again throughout the series play out really well for her so it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of neat it's also like one one thing that, that always sticks with me is the difference in how Lorelai's parents who are incredibly wealthy how her parents and Lorelai and Rory treat pretty much anybody Mm. but more specifically like working class people because Emily is like one of the running 
themes throughout the series is that she goes through wait staff in her house consistently. Like there's a changeover almost every week. Right. And yeah. And Lorelai and Rory, like one of Lorelai's main support people throughout raising Rory is the owner of a diner. (laughs) And like he really respects him, really relies on him and at times asks for his advice, not just on parenting, but on, on business decisions as she is going through the process of buying and owning and running an inn with her friend Suki. And so Mm-hmm. Lorelai could have gone to her father, who is also a successful business person, but instead goes to this person that she respects and feels as though has like a better grasp of how to treat people. <laughs> like, right. It's a very interesting, it, it, and that's always been a slightly interesting storyline to me throughout like watching it because I've I've rewatched the series multiple times and I I watch it probably once a year at least like mm. in its entirety like. <laughs> You know, well, and I, since it's been a while, I may be kind of recalling this incorrectly, but another piece of the story that I remember appreciating when I watched it was kind of Lorelai's realization that her parents aren't a single unit, right? Like, I think we kind of all have, at some point in our life, something happens to make, like, all of us realize, like, oh, mom and dad aren't always mom and dad, right? Like, Mm -hmm. they're not a single decision-making unit. Because I feel like she does start to realize that her parents are very different people, Mm -hmm. and that maybe her dad, he could be a person that she could go to, like, independent of her mother, who is extremely overbearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she does definitely start to throughout the throughout the series. I mean, towards the end, I don't know if that was a squeaker or what, but it was sounded like a bird. I heard it also. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not sure. Hmm. It's a mystery. <laughs> it sure is because it's gone now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she does start to rely on her father's advice a little bit, and not, not really relies, but she does start to take it into account, and and she does talk to him about it, and I think that. It's interesting how that evolves and, and how she's she's willing to hear those conversations, but she's also still very, very cognizant that they have very different relationships with money and mm-hmm. very different values when it comes to money and people. <laughs> right. So one one scene that has stuck with me is one that was later in this series and it's when Rory was showing Emily where they lived when she was born like Emily's realization that this cushy life that she has built for herself is not something that's desired by everybody yeah like that I think that that one really has stuck with me (laughs) yeah and I think that you're your phrasing of that that's not a life that everyone desires is huge because Emily, I think, and I don't know that we've mentioned this, but Emily is the grandmother. It's Lorelai's mom. Mm -hmm. Emily always like has this like assumption that everybody aspires to be as wealthy as she is or is jealous that they're not. And she doesn't realize that that's not true. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, and I think she, and again, maybe recalling this incorrectly, but because she grew up in money and she stayed in money, like in her marriage. I feel like I remember a comment at one point that she's like a Vanderbilt or something like that. 
That part I don't remember. I don't know. I might be completely making that up. <laughs> um, I would I would have to look that up. I don't remember. But but at any rate, she's always had a moneyed life. Mm-hmm. Where she didn't really have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Like she could if she wanted to. Mm-hmm. There was no pressure. And so, like, yeah, the realization that the life you've always known. Yeah. From the time you were born, it's not even a life that anybody, everybody wants. Like, that can be really shocking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely. But I think it's also, in a way, they don't even know how to talk about it. Like, I remember at one point in the series, right, your grandparents had been paying college tuition, but then Rory's dad kind of came back into the picture for a little bit. Yeah. And he paid for her schooling without telling anybody. And then when the grandpa went to like write the check, they didn't take it because she didn't owe any money and he was really upset about it. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> he's going to Lorelai, right? Like, why didn't you tell me? Is my money not good enough for you? And she's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Yeah. Like, and finally, like, like finally worked it through, like, oh. Okay, Rory's dad said that he wanted to be involved more, and this must be what he meant. Mm-hmm. Like, none of them know how to talk about the money, like, at all. No, definitely not. And Rory's dad, Christopher, is kind of like, he's an interesting character. He is indeed. I figured out what the noise is. Oh, what is it? It's a cabinet door that goes to the garbage. Oh, okay. It just because it happened again, and I'm like, what is that? Well, my parents have had some mice issues, and so I was like, there better not be a mouse in this room with me. There's not, to my knowledge. Well, um, that's good. Yeah, but yes, Rory's dead. Christopher is he's an interesting he's an interesting character throughout the series for sure. He's not really involved at all when Rory is younger, and then like it's. He like he pops in and out, <laughs> and when he does, it's almost like he he asks for these. It's, it's it's hard to explain it because what he does is he like he fully understands that he has no right to this like relationship with her, but he asks for it anyway, and is very understanding when she doesn't like just jump right in, but at the same time like will do things to like insert himself into the situation so much so that it, like it kind of blows up for him a little bit at times mm-hmm. and it's almost like there's a specific phrase I'm looking for that I can't think of right now anyway it, it's just like it's a I mean I guess I I kind of feel like he handles it as well as anybody in that whole world mm-hmm. handles their relationships I think Christopher is one of the few characters that we see grow up the most throughout the series though mm-hmm. because like he's you can I mean he could be described as pretty selfish. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and then some and then some things happen to him throughout the series. And by the end of the series, he's pretty well gotten his shit together and is like a good a good person. Like not that he wasn't a good person before. He was just not reliable. He becomes much more reliable mm-hmm. and like more likable and trustworthy. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I almost think, I have to imagine that, like, early on, I mean, like, you can expect a teenager to be a halfway decent parent. Mm. Right? Like, and not to be unkind, just, right? Like, if your brain is still developing, 
mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for you to parent anybody. Right. But I kind of have to think that he was probably approaching things a lot like his own father, right? Mm-hmm. He's like mostly absent because, you know, money and traveling and blah, 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 whatever. And then right. would come like, would come in with like the gifts and the attention and like the, okay, well, I've got to, I've got to build a relationship with this dude because I guess he's my dad. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he was probably kind of doing the same thing that he'd already seen modeled. Yep. So yeah. I appreciate that he grew up and out of that. Same. Eventually. Yep. <laughs> yes, definitely. And speaking of like uh, earlier, we talked about Rory's friend Lane, who later in the series has a very unexpected <laughs> pregnancy. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. Does and, she um, keep the baby? Uh, yes, she ends up having twins. Okay. <laughs> I, need, I was kind of asking that question, also thinking like, okay, this is television in the early 2000s. Of course she had the baby. On the CW at that. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, the, there's no... There's no abortions happening there. No. <laughs> on that channel or in that time. Right. So now here's a question that I have about the show that you mm-hmm. may or may not know the answer to. Mm-hmm. The house that Richard and Emily live in. Uh-huh. Do you think they own it? Or do they like inherit that house? I don't know the answer to that. It's just like, as I'm thinking it through, right? Like if they had both come from money. Uh-huh. And he for sure, for sure did. His mom was unpleasant mm-hmm. and not very kind to Emily. Oh. And I don't remember if it was a house from his family or if they purchased that. And I don't know that it was ever addressed, really. Hmm. You know how I'll know? When my mom listens to this episode, she'll text me. <laughs> my mom is also obsessed with the show. We used, my so my parents and I used to all watch it together, actually. So, ah, that's awesome. Yeah, it it kind of is. It was pretty perfect, but well played on my parents' part. Let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> because one of the things that Gilmore Girls did was also like they talked about some pretty heavy topics and so my parents would like watch the show with me and then we would all talk about like what happened in the episode and my parents would like obviously it would lead into conversations about like what's happening in all of our lives my parents are no dummies i see what they did there they're smart people they are but so i guess for the purpose of our conversation in this moment i would operate under the assumption that that home was inherited and the only money spent on it is spent maintaining it not purchasing it mm-hmm. so like when i think about like building wealth or like how well set up are those guys to build wealth mm-hmm. when they don't have to pay to stay in the house that they live in right giving you know? them the opportunity to build wealth buy more homes gift those homes to people in their family it's definitely a i mean there's there's definitely a cycle there that uh works yeah. in some people's favors Pretty much. Pretty much. So I know that, like, just financially, that that's a piece that I think about mm. within the show. Just, like, when your housing is taken care of, mm-hmm. how much easier does everything else then become? Right. 
I think that allows people in those situations to take some risks in other areas because they don't have to, like, that's one piece financially that they don't have to distress about. And realistically, housing is such a huge piece of people's budget. Right. That, and and not that, like, owning your home outright means that you don't have any housing costs, because you do, but they're, with any luck, significantly lower. Because if all you're paying are utilities and, like, upkeep maintenance type things, right? it it should set you up pretty, pretty nicely to make some different choices in other places. Yeah. I don't know, though. I feel like something that doesn't get a ton of attention throughout the series, but in a little bit is like Lorelai has the same Jeep throughout like the whole series almost. I guess I don't know for sure it's a Jeep. I think it's a Jeep. It's like a Jeep type vehicle. It's like the same car. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. And then like... Richard, Richard and Emily, I think it's, I think it's like discussed at some point that they like lease their vehicles and they're mm. like luxury vehicles. <laughs> and Lorelai, I mean, like she puts a lot of money into maintaining the vehicle that she has because like it's paid off and that at some point becomes like a a thing because she has to replace the vehicle and she doesn't want to and she wants the same exact one that she had and it's just like just like everything else in the the series it's it's a funny like and that's actually that leads me to a whole other thing (laughs) that's actually something that I really appreciate about the series and what like I watched it as a teenager and I loved it because I could identify with Rory and like I really liked her and as an adult I I still like Rory but like Lorelai and Suki and Luke and all of those other characters I'm like oh my gosh you make so much more sense to me now and one of the things that the series does, I think, incredibly well is they handle all of these topics, such as like your car needing to be replaced, but they they make it funny. And so like it's mm-hmm. it's kind of lighthearted, but at the at the root of the issue, like the big you know, the whole point is like she has to replace this vehicle and realistically she's like, I I can't really afford to do it. I have to. I'm going to anyway. I don't know how I'm gonna make it work, but or work like, it out somehow. Yeah. This that's is what not, we do. Right. And like that's kind of the whole premise of the series is like handling these really heavy topics, a lot of which deal with money. I think that's what made the show so popular is that like not only could teenagers like relate to it, but adults could too. And because yeah. they covered all of these topics and they made it funny. So it wasn't super uncomfortable to watch. You're like, oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and I guess thinking about it now, I did not appreciate this at the time, but now that I'm thinking about it, like they're often, right? Like they're wearing the same clothes and they have the same furniture, mm-hmm. right? Like throughout the series. And I feel like mm-hmm. in a lot of TV shows, even if the character doesn't have that much money, they have like a, an endless amount of really nice looking clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like they're like the little touches like that that also indicate to you like, hey, this is a regular person and they're not buying new clothes all the time so they can put food on their table. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was nice. It was. And I think that's something like tying into that that isn't addressed specifically as like a financial financial decision so much, but like Lorelai and Rory share clothes. 
like not always they each have their own clothes but they do have some items that they share and that's mm-hmm. and they're willing to share those things like yeah i yeah i have to think that that's not like a haha cool mom thing but that's more of lorelei like okay if i buy these really nice staple pieces and we have like you know she was in manager for a while and then went on to own co-own her own in so she had to have like decent wardrobe options for that but then rory also was interviewing at like ivy league schools and interviewing for internships and positions that she needed to dress interviewee (laughs) right like have professional clothes that you would really not expect a young adult to typically have right like it it's that's one of those things that I don't it takes such a long time to like build that type of a wardrobe don't Suki and her husband end up with like a truckload of kids at some point um or any two two for sure potentially three I don't remember for sure okay so not really a truckload (laughs) no did you, well, have you watched the like A Life in the Year that came out a couple of years ago from Gilmore Girls? Mm-mm. Oh. I think I wanted to rewatch the series before I watched it because I was so rusty on yeah. the series. I would I would highly suggest either if you if you truly want to rewatch the series doing that and then watching the Year in the Life or um, if you've seen it and you have a, a decent enough memory of who the characters are, just jumping right in and and watching those because they're really good. And I won't I won't bring up anything with those because then they're nothing but spoilers. Okay. <laughs> I generally don't have an issue with spoilers if it comes up. No, no hard feelings on my side. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Noted. But, yeah, I I, like, they're just been chit-chatting about two more girls. But, like, just as I think about it, like, I just appreciate that the show is mostly, like, a really realistic representation of people, like, regular people living their lives. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a well-done series. It really was. I... It's it. It's also like it's a comfort show for me. Um, mm. I I go back to that one and watch that one for a couple of reasons. One, you know, it, like it reminds me of when I was a teenager, and for the most part, that was you know not an unfortunate time. So <laughs> I don't mind it. Um, right. But also. I like that I can, you know, I already kind of know what's going on, so I don't have to pay that close attention. Um, and so I can just kind of have it on in the background as I'm doing whatever. Yeah. And I also like that. I mean, I've watched it multiple times and it's still always just hilarious. And really, we could all use some more of that, I think. <laughs> in more real. Yes, definitely. I feel like our Gilmore Girls train has kind of just rolled into the station.